Bank Radio 191 FM podcast. The song we had before was, of course, Could You by Bank, uh, the New Zealand local legend who went off to LA two years ago to make it big, and he has done so. And we are so, so fortunate to be joined with him on the line at the moment. How are you going, Mr. Bank? Uh, I'm very good, thanks. Thank well, you. Wonderful. Very, um, that was a very nice introduction. Oh, you know, uh, I've been practicing that, uh, you know, in the shower all week since I heard uh, that I've got to get, get the pleasure to interview you again. How are you going? I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing well. I just played a festival in Michigan, so I just flew back from that. And now I'm just uh, prepping for tour back at home in um, Silver Lake, Los Angeles. Nice, nice. So do you get, uh, how, how often do you get uh, gigs now over in Los Angeles? Um, I just did a tour about two months ago, which was like 14. And then now I just kind of play maybe like a festival or two a month. Oh, cool. Nice. So, and how does the, um, how, because when you're in New Zealand, I imagine you're playing a lot sort of more intimate and smaller gigs. How, uh, how do the crowds change when you're playing sort of a big, big festival? Um, the crowds. Like I the, feel like the crowds, the crowds don't change that much. A, a lot of the time, they're like less excited to see you because more over half of the crowd isn't there for you. Yeah, yeah. Rocking up to a festival and they're just like, down for whatever yeah so which is which is good because they're not like expecting you to be like amazing or anything yeah yeah you're there to blow people's um, as pers- far as it yeah yeah <laughs> as far as it goes for me it's way easier playing festivals because you're you're kind of like a decent like five meters from the audience so like you're not nearly as nervous yeah yeah Even yeah the crowd is like maybe like 10 times as big i don't get nearly as much stage fright as i do for um those small intimate shows. Oh yeah, intimate shows are more re- are more rewarding than mm. um, festival shows. Just have like a bigger, grander, you know, they're kind of like easier. Mm. That's interesting. Um, you say that. Did was there a period when you started playing these bigger festivals where they people per se weren't going to see you? Like for example, with Falls. Um, sorry, Life Is Beautiful. You're playing in September. It's got Chance. It's got Rufus to Soul. It's got Billy Eilish. You know, people are going to see them. Was there a period of time where it was kind of difficult to be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a support act here. Oh, was there a period of time? Um, yeah, for sure. You feel like that. You feel like that when you're on tours, like opening up. That was when I most felt like a support act. When you're like, when I was just jumping from tour to tour as a support mm. act, and then as soon as you start doing like headline runs, especially in America, you sort of find and know your worth a lot better as an artist. And now you feel like you've kind of earned like a a spot yeah. in the lower tier of those, um, yeah. those bigger festivals. Well, I mean, it absolutely seems like you've earned a spot. It's, it's crazy to think uh, you, you moved there two years ago and now you're like, you you are like on the, you're on the poster for Life is Beautiful, you know, like, it seems like such a catapulting uh, to, to fame and through the music industry. Has it been, uh, from, from an outside perspective, it seems like it's just been like a rapid series of like big leaps. Has it felt like that for you? Um, not really. It feels it's, it's been like a slog. Yeah. It, it always looks easier than it than it is from the outside. Mm. It's like the whole worth of social media and all that sort of mm. stuff. But um, nah, it's been a it's been a slog for sure. It's been a lot of work, and um, it's good to see that yeah, I finally got somewhere because it was sort of the it's the sort of halfway towards the the end goal. The end goal. Well, I mean, if, I. I I think you're such an incredible artist and a huge, huge congratulations because um, it's such such an awesome thing to see a, a you know a Kiwi artist doing so so well and that's a good point you know 
with social media we only see the highlight reel and you don't really see the, the grind that you're going through in the background to get to where you have um, today what do you think is yeah. the the most cha- the most uh, the biggest challenge you've had since going to um, LA since moving over to the states um, I guess it's just that like if you want to be different and unique and kind of like separate yourself from the crowd there's just so many there's so many avenues that you need to explore um, mm. Like music, like you need a, you need to have sick production. Your show needs to be amazing. Mm. You're like your visuals need to be amazing. And for me, being an unsigned artist, not on any major label, it's mm. like if I want if I want something done, like if I want a sick video, then I have to think of the debt idea pretty much by myself yeah. and like go find the people I need and fund it from my own pocket. And it's just like. It's a lot of work. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it any other way for now. Yeah. But um, yeah. It's mainly that stuff, like that, that goes kind of unnoticed. But, yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I love. I love like the preparation and like formulating all that stuff that needs mm. to be like a product, like like a music video or like yeah, new and, cover art or anything. Yeah. Like that. And yeah, that, I think that's, that's something that's that people don't um, realise about you or may not know is that you do all your own artwork. You um, and you do the lighting for your own show. So is that did you do that before you were um, well I assume you were doing that before you uh, went over to the states but I guess that's one of those things where it's like the onus is on you since you're unsigned um, you if you want it to look cool like the cheapest way is for you to do it so I think that's such a cool thing does that keep you busy like what do you find um, do you find you like how does that process work doing the light show that's that the for sure the biggest like time suck. I'm doing it right now I'm oh like, nice multitasking through. woo um <laughs> No spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh no, I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> I'm not, like, editing the video, <laughs> um, but I've just come from that. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, um, I guess when you want like complete creative control, and if you not, if you really want the show to be sick, and you and you care about the um, the fans' experience, like I really do care mm. that people have an amazing time at the show, then you just like put in that work, and I've like yeah. for everything myself from YouTube I do yeah. get like the visual made so I'll go out and find an artist that I like uh, yeah. and yeah. has a and she'll make me like a visual for each song or a couple of visuals and then I'll go through and like pick parts of the visual that I want the lights to come on for this and then take yeah. a piece from that video and put them on the lights do the timing and just like time code everything so it's all aligned yeah. and everything feels smooth but yeah it takes a decent like usually I take like a week or two oh, out man. From, a tour, a tour or something to yeah. just like edit and bounce the video for like hours yeah. a day. It must be so rewarding with you and visually in your head knowing what you want to happen and being able to be play such a large role in that process of actually when you're playing it, seeing in the background like I did this, like I made this music, I did this light show. Like that, that must be such a rewarding uh, feeling. Yeah, it's cool. I think that's just like what I got into, mm. into like the whole the whole like music and art scene for it's just because yeah. like that's the that's the real pinnacle from there it's like that feeling that you get once everything's done and you have the you have the show and the product or whatever it is awesome awesome so speaking of the music uh it would be uh, it's about time i brought up that you've released in may your someone's two ep your uh second uh album uh, that you've made and uh, you're doing a tour around uh, new zealand uh to celebrate that how has the reception of the ep been so far um, I think it's been I think it's been great to be honest <laughs> I don't like go and 
watch like or like read through many comments like, yeah. like once it's out it's out and yeah. however people are willing to accept it like that's just that's up to mm. the people there's not much I can do yeah. and um, I've been I've been sitting with it for so long like the last like six months to a year that like I'm just ready for something else you know? yeah yeah exactly you, you must get to a stage where you've, you've been working on tracks for so long do you like okay I could spend more time on this but I want to get this out what, what was a of the seven tracks, what uh, stands out to you, like, that means the most to you or was the most challenging to, to work on? What was the most challenging? I think Go With You means the most to me just because it's, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't sing that often on my track. Mm. And when I do, I use, they're usually, like, vocal chops or something not that yeah. really have, like, meat in it. Yeah. So this was the first time that I really, like, tried to, like, write something proper and, like, written something with a bunch of, like, different songwriters and, like, thought about how it's going to work out so that song went through like a, a number of iterations before it was finished cool. um, well, I'm it, glad it wasn't that hard to write there was another harder ones for sure <laughs> well I'm glad you brought that one up because that's uh, uh, my favourite track of the album actually and I is, did you uh, did you direct the music video as well or was the music video for Go With You uh, your um, your your uh, what am I trying to say your idea uh, I came up with the concept with mm. Spencer Graves, but that that one was specifically more his idea. Yeah, <laughs> let him take the, the hit for that. But we were like, <laughs> we spent a decent two days going through treatments on that together. I work with him a lot, um, Spencer. Actually, oh, yeah. he's really good. But yeah, there's times um, there's no way I could have directed that myself. It was like I did like choreography classes for that for like a week and a bit. And oh wow! Like, Behind the scenes, it gets to the point where it's like much yeah yeah too much for one the onus to be on one person uh with uh, with that being the track that you've most heavily sung on is there um i imagine there'd be a huge sort of confidence thing if you don't sing that much or just using like vocal samples to chop it up it must be uh so rewarding to release one that you've you know, actually fully sung on like i think i think it's an awesome awesome uh you've got a great voice and it's such a good track thanks man it's very kind. Um, yeah, it's, it's especially weird. It's, it's, it still is weird for me. I just have always found like I don't know. Well, when I was back in high school specifically, it, it just like didn't seem like a thing that mm. guys would do at high school. Like, yeah, no one like really sung and wrote like songs about their feelings. So yeah, I always felt like <laughs> pretty awkward with that from the start. Hence why I was like a producer and making. Music. Yeah, so for sure. For, for, for sure, it's like an awkward thing to do but it's and it's taken me like a year or two to like come to grips with that everyone like has these sort of things going yeah. on and everyone feels these emotions just like the people yeah and it's, like, people it's to, such to a write about it and yeah. put it in front of other people well exactly everyone needs their outlets and it's so cool that you can like your outlet is, well one of your outlets I don't know <laughs> but like it's, you can express it mm -hmm. that way which I think is is incredible um, so the change. So since the the move, what's the the biggest thing you miss about New Zealand? Uh, the people. The people. Sure. Like the the um, obviously New Zealand's landscape is amazing mm. and I miss that as well. But just like the friendliness and my friends and like everyone's just so so much more accepting in New Zealand compared to um, in America. It's just like yeah, I miss the people so much. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you must be looking forward to um, coming back for the the four shows uh, in in NZ. Do you have a, a show you're looking forward to the most, or is there a spot in NZ where uh, you you want to play above anything else? 
Um, I'm really looking forward to playing Power. I'm, I'm equally as forward to looking. Oh my god, I'm like that so bad. I can't wait to play each of the shows. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I asked that in a way that was. I'm trying to be like diplomatic with my. <laughs> You're going to be all over stuff.co.nz sure. now. Like, Bang says he doesn't want to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm not going to take anyone. Actually, I was going to say the power station just because I've seen six shows there, but I'm actually most excited to play Naya Marsh Theatre in Christchurch. Oh, yeah. I, I had one gig. Um, not one gig. I went to one gig mm-hmm. at the theatre, which was the the old foundry at Christchurch before the earthquake happened. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, I was there, and that was my first week of university that the earthquake happened. So we had that that amazing like group meeting place. Yeah. For like a week or two before it all got destroyed. Yeah. And so I think it's like kind of it's going to be cathartic uh, for you to go back of, there. I guess. Yeah, it's kind of biblical. Yeah. Biblical, I like it. Nice. A biblical gig. And yeah. the wicked thing about the Christchurch gig as well, one dollar from every ticket is going towards the Christchurch Mural Fund um, for our people, our city, to, and that's a fund for the people who are affected by the 15th of March uh, terror attacks at the mosques there. So that's that's such a cool thing to support as well. Um, I've got to say, yeah, I'm, I'm so super... To, to make a small contribution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone, you know, if you, it's not people think I think people often think like oh what can I do I can't do to help but well, I can't do much to help but every little bit helps so that's uh, that's really yeah, really exactly. cool yeah uh, I'm, I'm really really looking forward to your obviously your Dunedin gig uh, I just cannot wait um, seeing you at uh, RNA in 2016 one of my I used to live with this guy oh, wow. he would always he would say he said he, it was his favourite gig he would talk about you getting on the saxophone in the stage and he was one of those guys who'd been right at the front sweaty as hell just like whooping and hollering oh as... man I remember that gig yeah. that gig was it that gig was interesting <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like climb climb through the pyramid and shred my text on, on the front stage and I kept pulling out all the cords to the mixer in my mouth oh no <laughs> <laughs> it was all good it was all good yeah, well, I, I just I can't wait to uh, uh, to, to see you um, playing again. So I'm very, very, very glad you're coming to Dunedin. Um, so just before we head off, uh, Jock, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I can't wait to see you. So for everyone, the dates are 10th of July for Auckland, 11th of July for Wellington, Friday uh, the 12th for Christchurch, and Saturday the 13th for uh, Dunedin and uh, that's, that's going to be so incredible um, thank you so much and there's four, uh, three dates in Australia as well. Before you go uh, any uh, any passing words for the people listening, why should they go to your shows, why should they go and buy your album obviously it's great but uh, from the horse's mouth, what's uh, you know, give it to us um, You should come to the show because uh, it's a great time mm-hmm. um, I play saxophone I sing, it's the work uh, I guarantee you'll enjoy, your, you'll enjoy yourself. Otherwise, your money back. I'm not sure if I can actually <laughs> if I can actually do that. But, uh, <laughs> roll with it. Roll with it. Yeah, and, money uh, back guarantee. Yeah, go go listen to the album. Um, um, no one's ever gone to a bank show and not life. enjoyed it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a oh, well, they, well, they haven't said something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you so much, Jock. I can't wait to see you uh, and enjoy uh, enjoy the the festival in um, the coming in the coming month. I will. Awesome. Thank you so much. See you uh, in... Yeah. (laughs) All right. That was uh, Bank uh, or Jock. He was moved to uh, LA in 2017. He released his Someone's uh, Someone's EP 2. 
He released that in May and he's coming to do a tour of New Zealand this month. 10th, 11th, 12th and 13th. Stay uh, tuned because we're giving away a ticket for that in Dunedin. Keep it locked. Here is my favourite track off his off that uh, EP. It is Go With You. And you keep it locked on 91 FM. Go. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.